Hello, and you are back in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. This is our 23rd episode, and today we will be discussing all the lost human potential, Alpha Core campaign impressions, and the pitfalls of surrogacy. So we're going to get right into this with the concept of human potential. Basic definition of this is just um, the amount of positive things that humans can do and this is a concept that's been stewing in my mind for quite a while and it's come back into the forefront with the release of the last Beatles song now and then so John Lennon died uh 1980 he was murdered if you don't know the history of that and when people think of John Lennon people think of all the music he could have written all the things that he could have done you know the uh child that he had uh with uh, Yoko Ono that he could have uh, raised and seen to it uh, as an adult and when people lament the death of John Lennon they are uh mourning the loss of the the great loss of human potential so I, I do think John Lennon's very emblematic of the concept of human potential and how it can be uh, snuffed out very tragically. And this is um, the case for a lot of people, not just people dying before their time, as in like, you know, you die when you're 20, 30, 40, even, you know, you've got um, 12-year-olds and, you know, all these young people who drop dead of heart attacks for quote-unquote mysterious reasons, right? Um, But it's not just uh, dying prematurely, it's also um, dealing with great trauma or negative events that you have to overcome and some people never overcome um, those negative events and it hampers them down it snuffs out their human potential right the ability to um, do great things with the life that you're given right because your life has been uh, destroyed and you're just trying to pick up the pieces and get to um, a zero point much less um, improve so there is a lot of lost human potential, but there's also the ability to create human potential. You know, the first thing is having kids and raising them correctly. That's one way. The second thing is self-improvement, which is why I'm such a big advocate of self-improvement, because the more you improve yourself, right, the more potential you have, i.e. more human potential that you're going to inflict onto um, yourself and um, the world, and you're going to make the world a better better place, so... Human potential is a um, great thing, and we've lost a lot of it, but we also have the opportunity to gain a lot um, more of it. So, you know, John Lennon will never make music again, but, you know, there's millions and millions of people who will be able to take up songwriting and be able to use all the modern technology to make um, great music, right? And that's what you have to look forward forward to, and that's what you have to uh, keep your eye on. Um, Rather than like, oh, you know, think of, you know, the, you know, 10 or so more albums Lennon could have wrote or, you know, the more albums that, you know, Biggie or Pac or all these, um, you know, musicians who died um, in their, you know, younger years. You know, you think of Jim Morrison, you think of Amy Winehouse, you can think of a whole bunch of uh, musicians who died um, before they, uh, quote unquote, should have, right? Uh, So... There, there is that, but, but like I said, there are plenty of people who are making music now, who are going to be making music in the future that is worth listening to, that is great, that is fantastic, uh, and that's only, you know, that's one aspect of human potential, you know, there's more to, you know, humans than making music, right, there's, you know, 
comic books and engineering and uh, mathematics and medicine and all these sorts of fields of studies that people are investing themselves and in, specializing in and will be able to do great things um, if they, you know, build great careers in them. And you're only able to do that if you um, are self-improving and two, if there are people around to do it, which is why family is important, even though I'm not <laughs> actively having a family myself and having kids i'm not sure if i ever will but that is um, a surefire way to create human potential is to have kids and raise them right so if you are in the position to do that then i would recommend doing that but next thing we're going to talk about is the alpha core campaign i haven't checked the numbers recently but we're probably around seven hundred thousand at the time i'm recording this right now last time i checked it was around six hundred and ninety thousand dollars i believe believe made um, $500,000 within its first calendar day, launched at 11, so a ridiculous um, open for AlphaCore and a definite proving um, that there is a market for um, AlphaCore, for the AlphaCore comic book, and the uh, the Ripperverse is more than just ISOM, uh, right? So that, that was what AlphaCore was going to prove, was can the Ripperverse be this big um, expansive comic book universe and the answer is a resounding yes especially when people get that book in their hands and it turns out to be as good as i think it's going to be of course i will review alpha core one on the Substack, so i hope you all look out for that and then the uh the next thing i'm really excited for is gyro one i think that book is going to do uh numbers we got the reveal of cover a by canon white fantastic um art by canon white as always he did the short box uh artwork um for the ripperverse for the ripperverse short box that artwork was done by canon white and it is fantastic and he lends his skills to the a cover for yaira in a beautiful beautiful way so i'm very excited to get uh, my hands on yaira one and alpha core one as well and the uh the campaign has been going really well in terms of revenue and also in terms of technical issues, I would say. Uh, the Q system did its job. They reinforced the um, servers with all the uh, steroid hamster- hamsters as well. So I haven't really experienced any technical issues. I've gotten into the queue um, a couple of times and I was able to get um, early access to the campaign just fine because I am a paid member on that site. So it all worked perfectly well for me so it's a much smoother site experience than it was with the uh, launches of Isom 1 and 2 which is fantastic and I think it's only going to get better from from here as they get more resources to expand and get more experience and the ability to have more um, server um, space on their side right so Alpha Core off to a rip roaring star Alpha Core Autumn is going to be fantastic. And then we head right into Yaira Winter, which I also think is going to be fantastic. And if, you know, Alpha Core 1 was able to make 500000 a day, I think Yaira 1 is probably going to either match or beat that, just based on how enthusiastic people are about um, Yaira, right? And the Alpha Core is something that people do um, like, admire, you know, Braxwell, Solari and uh, Valdez are characters that the fan bases love, but Yara was the, she was the shining beacon. She was the standout of um, the Isom 1 campaign. People really wanted a, a Yara book, and we're, we're getting it, so I think people are going to put their money money where their mouth is when Yara 1 uh, gets, starts its pre-order campaign, and it's going to do numbers, and 
you have to realize with the Ripperverse is that Yaira 2 is already in production and Yaira 1 is most likely going to make enough money to bankroll 10 issues of Yaira. So this is going to be a very profitable country and all the pro profitable company and all the profits are going to be um, flown right back into the business and that's going to just snowball into this fantastic thing we're already seeing that with the uh, animated trailers that we're getting with all the extra books that are being produced with all the merchandise that's coming out so it is a fantastic thing to see that the ripperverse is strong it's here to stay it has a extreme presence which i absolutely love and i am excited to be a part of it getting in on the ground floor and going up as the elevator um, rises up to, I would say, the stratosphere, my friend. So that is um, it for my Alpha Core campaign impressions. Very positive, very excited, a lot of hype for this book and the Ripperverse in general. But we're going to move on to a bit of a heavier topic, and that is surrogacy, where you have um, somebody else carry uh your child because you either don't want to or can't so this is what a lot of uh gay men do and i was scrolling through twitter or x and i did see this screenshot of a reddit post so i'm not sure if it's exactly a real thing and it doesn't matter if it's real or not the idea of this is that there are i say these moral implications with something like surrogacy in the sense that you're basically renting out a woman's uterus and you're using it as basically um, a baby growing machine right you're not um, respecting uh, the woman's role as a, as a mother you're you're taking away the child's ability to, to have a caring loving mother caring loving mother and it's part of the destruction of this um holy trinity of humanity the man the woman and their children when you um, normalized surrogacy to this um, extent. So the story here is that you have this uh, gay couple in, in their thirties. Uh, they have a child through a surrogate, and you know, eight months of pregnancy. The woman goes, "Well, I want to keep the kid," and you know, of course, there's a lot of uh, anger and resentment there on, I guess, both sides. And it's like, "Well, you signed this contract. We gave you a lot of money, so we're going to keep this kid, um, and because it's our kid, it's not your kid, just because you're." You know, it's in your room for uh, nine months, and you are the child's mother, right? In a, in a in in a sense, most likely, if it's you know two gay men, then you're both um, the egg donor and the surrogate, right? Uh, and this, you know, is a very I would say cruel thing to do. Um, and woman, even if you get uh, even if you sign on and agree to it, right? If you go into it saying like hey i think this is um okay and you think of you know pregnancy as this absolutely meaningless um thing right because that's where the culture is um pushed people into thinking you know with abortion with surrogacy with um the antinatalism movement all these sorts of things that pregnancy is this meaningless thing there's no bond formed it's just a clump of cells yada yada but you come to realize when you go through the pregnancy that there's a bonding that happens. There is this emotional connection that you have with your unborn baby as it grows and develops inside you. Not something I'll ever experience, but this is what I, I have heard. And this is, you know, the biological mechanisms at play, that formation of that strong maternal instinct that happens in utero, right? And you've, you've also got the, the concept of um, fetal maternal microchimerism where the fetus um cells from the fetus will travel through the umbilical cord and you'll actually have um cells from the fetus implant themselves 
uh, and form in the mother, right? Very interesting stuff. So there's a very intimate bond. I would say it's the most intimate relationship you can have with another human being is to be um, uh, another human's mother, right? To, to, to actually have that role, right? It's most uh, probably the most intimate uh, connection you can have with another person. Now, I'm not, you know, nearly sappy enough to say that that justifies unconditional love, you know, from um, your mother and to your mother, but it is, you know, I would say it is a, definitely a fact. It's the most intimate in that sense of, like, just how um, connected and close those two uh, people are um, during that process, and usually for uh, at least a bit of a time afterwards. But um, anyway, surrogacy really destroys the concept of that relationship existing. It's like, well, we're just going to rent out your uterus, have you pop the kid out, and then we're going to take it from you and raise it as your own. And this is, you know, something that gay men do. This is also something that rich women do. They'll, you know, they'll, there'll be rich women who will freeze their eggs, and it's like, you know, they're, they're 35, 40, however, you know, old, and it's like, well, I want to have a kid, but I don't want to, you know, go through um, the negative effects of pregnancy, right? So you just get a... Um, economically downtrodden woman offer her some five-figure sum to go through a pregnancy for you. And this is a very um, weird thing where the kid is biologically that, you know, the donor um, mother, donor, um, the, the, that, that woman's mother who's using the surrogate. But there's also the fact that the child was actually mothered by somebody else. So the child technically has two Mothers, in a sense, so it's a very biologically weird thing. It's not natural at all, and this has consequences uh, for human society that I don't think are really at all positive. Now, it's not necessarily a violation of the NAP um, per se to um, do this. You could argue that putting a child, you know, through this, conceiving a child, is an act of aggression in and of itself. But that's that's going into a bit of a gray area for me personally. But the whole thing is that there are pitfalls to surrogacy. It is not necessarily this uh, universally good thing um, to do, right? So it's not something that I would encourage. It's not um, a way if, you know, the only way for me to have a kid was through surrogacy, I would rather remain childless. That's me personally. Um, that That's that's really how I feel about it. I don't think surrogacy is something that should be really practiced by um, anybody, and especially, you know, this whole thing where, like, I'm talking about this uh, this story from Reddit where you get, you know, two gay men and you have this woman who's like, well, I want to keep the kid. I And, you know, they're dangling the fact that, well, we spent a lot of money on you and you are in no position to um, basically buy out um, the right to be a mother to your own child. Right. I, I think that is unnecessarily cruel to even be in the mindset of um, doing that. Right. So if you don't have... Um, if you're a couple and there's no uterus between uh, the two of you, then maybe you shouldn't have a biological child. But hey, that, that, I guess that makes me a bigot. But I'm going to leave it there. I was a bit all over the place in this one. I hope you enjoyed it. And we're going into the outro now. Thank you for being in the Velvet Room with Joker the Fool. Be sure to follow my substack, velvetroompublishing.substack.com, to read Machine to Man and all my other projects.